I'm Tad Stones, the creator of The Terror That Flaps in the Night, The Troll That Haunts the Tweets of Crime, The Rick Roll of Justice, and The Viral Takedown of Villainy, and you are listening to The St. Canard Files, a Darkwing Duck podcast. Suck gas, evildoers. Welcome to the St. Canard Files, a Darkwing Duck podcast. I'm your host, Will Santana, and... I'm your other host, Mike Russo, and if you diss this duck, you can't be saved. Hey, get a mic, man. That's what I'm talking about, man. Mike, I am super excited, man. We're about to talk about my favorite cartoon of all time, man. And mine, too. I have been looking forward to doing something like this for a long time. Uh, same here. The weeks we've been doing planning this and setting up for this is like, oh, I couldn't wait oh, for this I, day. <laughs> I know it felt like forever before we got started here, but I'm finally glad we're doing this. Oh, uh, man. Same here, man. Uh, hey, before uh, we get into this, let's tell the people a little bit about what we plan on doing with this podcast, man. Oh, absolutely. Um, this is going to be an episode by episode analysis of every episode of Darkwing Duck. But not just that, we're going to be throwing out a lot of surprises your way, um, reviews of products and merchandise, um, video games, the comic book line. Uh, we are also going to be having many special guests on, and we will tell you who they are when we get to them. They're, they're exclusive guests as far as we know. Ain't that correct? I believe so. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, we can't give any names out because, you know... Things can happen. We don't want to make promises we can't make. But overall, you know, I'm very excited, man. And, oh, you know, this episode, we, we're not going to review one. You know, that's for the next episode. This review, we're going to talk a little bit about the origin and, you know, uh, our history of, of Darkwing. But please stay tuned. You know, I, I know people want to hear the reviews, but this ain't the episode quite yet. Yes. No, this is just our introductory episode. Yeah. So, uh, by, the, by the way, Mike... Uh, where were you in 91 when Darkwing was getting promoted and they were pushing it, it was getting ready to launch? Well, I was 12, so, you know, still pretty young, and Darkwing hadn't started yet, but I initially remember seeing him for the very first time um, when the Disney Afternoon started as part of the opening, um, the opening Disney Afternoon theme song. I saw him there, he looks just like he does, does today, and I had no idea who that was. <laughs> it was some duck with a hat and a cape, and he got kind of painted in at the beginning. He was purple. You know, you really didn't see much of him. And I actually spent a lot of time wondering who that was. And it wasn't until the following summer, so we're talking 1991, that the barrage of television commercials hit. Like a tsunami mm -hmm. that summer. It was crazy. Um Almost every commercial break that summer, it was whack, smack, what was that? <laughs> Darkwing Duck is on the attack. And I'm sure if you check YouTube now, you'll mostly see the, the more well-known music video about kicking in the groove. But back then, the lyrics were reflected the fact that he was coming to the Disney afternoon. And it counted down the weeks and then the days. It would be like, you've got five weeks and then you'll freak, delete, get off the street. Or it's Darkwing <laughs> Duck that you're going to meet. And... For me at that age, that was that was something because Disney 
up in that, until that point, I mean, yeah, DuckTales was huge, but I don't remember Disney incessantly promoting a show like this. I know. I and, know what you mean, man. <laughs> it, it was crazy. It, I, to me, I couldn't wait for them to stop counting down the weeks and it was finally here. But then it was, part of me was like, I don't want the, the weeks to stop. I'm loving this promotion. I'm going crazy. You know, like I'm yeah. so excited. <laughs> the, song got, the song was stuck in my head all summer long. And I welcomed, you know, every week when the commercials would change. I was I was pumped. You know, I was I watched DuckTales and Rescue Rangers and Tailspin, but I didn't tape them. I, you know, I, I liked them just fine. Darkwing was something else. And to this day, Darkwing Duck remains my all-time favorite television show, animated or otherwise. I mean, no, I have other interests. Simpsons is up there. I love The Simpsons, Mystery Science Theater, Godzilla, The Muppets. But Darkwing Duck kind of, it has that place of its own. If you know me... You know how much I care about this show, and <laughs> I've always loved it. How about you? Oh, man. I, I, from the promotion, I've been obsessed with Darkwing. Uh, it's just been a nonstop uh, cartoon for me, or, like, just it's been a part of my life, you know, and it's, it's kind of – I don't even want to say it's sad because, to me, there's nothing to be ashamed about it. You know, I'm 38 years old now, but it's been just something – and I got history to it that I, I can't let go. And there's a reason why I'm also attached to this show. Um, you were 12 years old when it came out. Where were you located? I was located then and continue to live on the East Coast. I live on Long Island, New York. And um, yes, yeah, so I was getting Darkwing Duck on the Disney afternoon, 4.30 every day on my, mm -hmm. um, it was a WPIX station, Channel 11. If anybody, if any of our listeners are from that <laughs> area. I know some of them are, and um, so yeah, that was where I watched Darkwing Duck, along with things like Saved by the Bell and the Teenage Ninja <laughs> Turtles, all on that channel. How about you, Will? Okay, well, I'm glad you mentioned New York. Uh, unfortunately, I wasn't in the United States. My father was in the military, and we were stationed in Fort Buchanan, Puerto Rico at the time, and uh, we got the Disney Afternoon block. That's what we called it, but we didn't have the Disney Channel per se. It was like a, it was on a regular Spanish channel, but like every it's, it's hard to explain. Sometimes we had it three days a week. Sometimes we maybe had it one day a week. Sometimes we had it all five days out of the week. And uh, man, so that would have driven me crazy. Yeah. You know, and then sometimes we didn't even get it in English. You know, sometimes they had like the subtitles and uh, oh God, you know, like it was in Spanish, but you had to read the words of the cartoon. But it was something that really annoyed me. So like. Oh, man, I can't even really explain it because, like, sometimes the episode was in English, but then they would have the Spanish subtitles on the bottom, and the Spanish subtitles just irritate me. So I would put a piece of paper on the bottom of the uh, the fatback TV or the floor TV we had at the time. Right. <laughs> yes, the, the cover up the subtitle because in Fort Buchanan, you, it was mandatory that you had to take Spanish classes because we were in a Spanish-speaking country. Mm -hmm. So, so like reading it was like, oh, it would just drive me crazy because I would start understanding some of it. So I would try to block it off. But uh, back to the point, though. Uh, so basically, Darkwing would come on maybe two to four days out of the week. And now this is where New York comes into play. I had a cousin named Ivan, and he, he lived in Fort Buchanan, Puerto Rico with us when Darkwing first came out, like the first month or two. But then he moved back to New York, where he was originally from. 
And while he was there, he would send me copies of the tapes on VHS of all the episodes that would air on the Disney afternoon. Because we didn't get this in Fort Buchanan every day, it was like a gold mine when these tapes come in. You know, oh, must been like Christmas almost for you. Oh my God! Like I would go crazy, and if they came in on a weekday, it was even worse because it was a school night. I couldn't stay up and watch all the episodes you recorded for me. Uh, the commercials there and everything, so it was just it was insane when I got those tapes. You know, sometimes he would miss it. And, you know, I was a bad cousin, but like, man, Ivan, man, you screwed up, man. What kind of family member are you, man? You know? <laughs> do you still have any of those tapes? I still do. Wow. I still do, man. I would have to put them up on YouTube or something, man. The commercials are still there. Uh, they're not the commercials that I can relate to that I saw in Fort Buchanan, but people in New York probably would be able to relate to them. And I he would, was from Brooklyn. I would, yeah, so it was the same station I watched it on, so I would recognize a lot of that. <laughs> I still have a lot of my old tapes. I taped it from day one, which, you know, I'm going to get into with it when we talk about the first episode. But I did tape Darkwing from the very beginning, and I don't have all of those tapes. But I have a lot of them, including most of the ABC shows on Saturday morning. I believe I have the original airing of Hot Spells, which is a ways away, but we'll get there. So do I. Oh, and, <laughs> And, you know, and like I said before, Darkwing means a lot to me. Some people will marathon it every few years. Some people would have watched it on Toon Disney and might not have seen it until it came out on DVD. I watch it at least once yearly, every episode. I don't care if I have to do it on YouTube or a bootleg DVD set. Thank you, Disney, for not finishing my DVDs. Um, maybe, <laughs> it'll be, out, huh? <laughs> maybe it'll be, they'll be on Disney+. Plus. I mean, Disney, I have money. I want to give it to you. I will buy it on DVD, mm-hmm. put it out. Um, even if you don't, I am paying for Disney+. Plus. You can put it on that. But anyway... Um, I, Darkwing's gotten me through some tough times. Both my parents have passed on when I was younger. And Darkwing was something I watched just throughout all of that. And this might sound familiar to anybody who's familiar with the new DuckTales show, specifically the newest episode. You, anybody who's familiar with the show knows what I'm talking about. But Darkwing Duck did change my life. And it's informed my sense of humor. Mm-hmm. What I'm just, what I'm, just what my interests are a lot of it you know a lot of it goes back to darkwing duck i i love the show and i've caught i've dressed up as darkwing for halloween i've got (laughs) my i've gotten my daughter into it she enjoys it she sings the theme song she's not even not even five yet hopefully one day i can get her to dress up as goslin but we'll see um (laughs) she's a little scared of negaduck but we're, we're making progress on that and it, it just it means a lot to me. I love the show very, very much. It's very, it's very, uh, it's, it has a special place in my heart, and it's always going to. Mike, let, let me jump the gun here a little bit for our Go listeners. For um, out of the 91 episodes, can you tell me two to three of them off the top of your head that you just like, Will, we, I cannot wait till we talk about this episode. Like, oh, I wish it would hurry up and get here, you know? This is... This will come to no surprise to just about every Darkwing Duck fan, but I absolutely love Life, the Negaverse, and everything. Mm-hmm. But everybody does. And let's see. Now you're making it harder because I love lots of episodes. I love Dead Duck. Dead I Duck? Think that's, that's a good a, one. That's a very deep, edgy episode that I cannot mm-hmm. believe they got away with. So I love that one. 
And now you're getting harder. I love the pilot. Um, and when I say pilot, I mean that sinking feeling, not the darkly dawns the duck, although I love those too. Well, we'll get um, into that and explain a little bit more because. I, yeah, we and, definitely will. Yeah. And, and my, my pilot episode is different from your pilot episode because of our location. And I'm sure you're going to explain to everybody, uh, the reason why that happened and to because uh, people get confused I, i've seen that on some of the dark queen duck groups on facebook and on social media is it, it, it drives a debate you know for some reason i don't know why they get into yeah. such a big debate because like once you explain it to me i'm like oh that makes sense you know pilots a very specific television word that is actually used for something very very specific and the way most people use that term is usually wrong Mm -hmm. And applied to Darkwing Duck, you know, that it takes some explanation. And we'll get there. Absolutely. We will get there. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll name drop a few of my episodes. Um, hot spells, man. I, I yes. think it's, it's you because have mentioned that, that. that episode to me is, is <laughs> people might make fun of me for this, but I think it's because it's like the forbidden fruit episode, you know, like don't touch the stove. I'm going to do it anyway. Ah! Right. You know, <laughs> and that's what that episode has always meant to me because I have the original uh, episode uh, taping of that episode of Hot Spells. Yeah. So it's like that thing is like a a holy grail to Darkwing fans. Not all of them have it, you know. Yeah, and it's not. It's I don't think a watchable copy is even on YouTube. I've watched it on Daily Motion. Mm -hmm. I have not found a watchable copy that doesn't isn't out of sync or is slowed down. It's, now, getting, my, it's getting harder to watch Darkwing Duck on YouTube. I, I don't usually, but if I have to, mm -hmm. um, people, well, it's hard. Yeah, my copy of Hot Spell, it's not out of sync. Of course, it's, it's VHS quality. I have transferred it to a DVD, but, you know, I can't upscale it. I'm not that kind of technician with the, with the actual film of it, you know? No, yeah. Yeah, so... There's nothing I can do about that, but I have a solid quality uh, episode of Hot Spells, man. And I've seen it floating around my quality, and I've seen people like watermark it as their own, and I, I'm fine with that. I don't, I don't really don't care about that, you know, getting credit for it. They all probably come from the same master copy. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked if they all pretty much have been copied over and over and over again from mm -hmm. one specific airing at this point. Although, yeah, honestly, the episode's not even that deserving of being banned in the first place. No, but, I agree with you. I, well, I we'll, agree with you. We'll get there, well, yeah. But like many but, things, we will get there. Yeah, but Hospital, to me, is, oh, it's been like the forbidden fruit. You, you can't touch it. You can't look at it. You know, it's kind of like every family, oh, we can't talk about such and such because he's locked up or, you know, something. You know, there's something we can't talk about him out in, if you're outside of the family circle. or so. I'm, I'm just giving random examples here. And that's how I've always felt about Hospital. And then, this may not come surprise to you, Mike, but Wiffle Why You Work. Oh, well, I was, I predicted, <laughs> I predicted that. <laughs> that's, my, that's one of my babies and I'll explain it in a few minutes. <laughs> All right. And then, um, uh, this is kind of hard for a third episode. I might go with my Valentine ghoul. I love that episode. That's a good one. I really love that episode. You know, uh, I, a, I got a I, whole bunch more broadcast news. I'm kind of cheating here. I don't care. This is our podcast. We can do what we want. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, I, mean, I, I didn't, I didn't say a third. Oh, you didn't? I thought you did. No, I was tossed up, but I didn't actually come to a conclusion on the third episode. I I think maybe as a whole, the Justice Ducks two-parter, 
I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna basically include him as one entire episode. Okay. Because that just makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. So what else? What else were you gonna say? Okay, well, you know, broadcast news, comic book capers, just I'm just randomly that's naming them. I'm not going in order now. Uh, that seeking feeling is a great episode, man. I it, love that episode. It really is, and I cannot wait to talk about it. It's such an important episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, Neg- Negaduck, the first Negaduck episode. Um, brushes with Oblivion. I, I love that episode because it, it reminds me of Inspector Gadget a lot. Does it? Yes, and the re, you know, I'm, I'm gonna okay. Here's a spoiler. I don't care. It's a small spoiler. To me, that is like the episode where Honker reminds me of Brain and Penny from Inspector Gadget, where he's like the man behind is Darkwing or the man behind Inspector right. Gadget. Right. You know? Well, that's that's definitely the episode where Honker comes into his own for sure. Mm-hmm. That's his episode. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Like if somebody was to say, you know, Mike. Pick me out what you think is a definitive honker episode. I wouldn't have to think twice. Oh yeah. Shout out Katie Lee. Yep, Katie Lee. Yep. <laughs> okay, we well next Mike. Who's your favorite villain? Favorite you can, you can villain. Bow, you can go from the fearsome five. It don't matter. Who's your favorite villain? Lily Putt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I said Lilliput, but <laughs> obviously I'm a big fat liar with that one. Um, <laughs> no, I'm going to have to say Megavolt because he's just this great, flashy villain. And oh my God, Dan Castellaneta, mm-hmm. you're not getting better than that. And oh, it's hard to touch that man these days, man. <laughs> but of course, it sometimes it just depends on my mood. If I'm feeling in a certain mood, mm-hmm. I might say Negaduck. And Negaduck seems to be the fan favorite out of all the Facebook groups I'm in. Like, he comes up all the time. I don't know anybody who doesn't love Negaduck. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think of Negatron? You know what? We will... We'll get into that. We should put a little trademark next to that quote, but we will get to that. Okay. Um, <laughs> very, you know, I love that version of Negaduck, too. But let's hold that off until we get to that episode. It, we won't be too long. That's one of the early ones. So we'll oh, get yeah. there. But um, I know who your favorite villain is. Oh, so yeah. Just, just tell us all. It's playtime. That's oh, my I wonder, baby. <laughs> I wonder who that could be. <laughs> and, and there's a reason why I'm a sucker for Quacker Jack. Because, you know, before Darkwing, I did watch a little DC and stuff like that. And I've always been a sucker for the Joker. You know? Oh yeah, he's like he's definitely the best Batman villain for sure. Oh yeah, so to me, Quacker Jack, he just was always like a cartoon version of of Jack Nicholas, uh, uh, Joker character from Batman movies. You know the Mike, uh, the Tim Burton movies. You know. Oh and, yeah. And Michael Bell, man, what else can we say? I, I don't even want to get into Michael Bell. We'll be here all day talking about Michael Bell. You know. We we would be. He's <laughs> so he is a great voice actor, but. Mm-hmm. He is just fantastic in that role. He just gives it his all. Oh yeah, man. I, I just I'm just a sucker for him and and not just a joker. You might laugh at me for this, but you know, when I was growing up uh, watching the Smurfs, my favorite Smurf was Jokey Smurf. And to me, the the opening present joke just never <laughs> got old. 
<laughs> it never did, man. You know, so like the see Cracker Jack, the Joker, and then Jokey Smurf, it just made sense. I was like, I got my trifecta. I'm good. I'm that's, good. You know, that's <laughs> your type of villain for sure. Oh yeah. So and like, you know, while I'm sitting here asking Disney for DVDs, I'll throw one out for Funko. Funko, make a Quacker Jack pop. Oh, thank make you one, for that make plug. One, thank make you. one tomorrow. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Oh man. Uh, now, did you collect a lot of things outside of Darkwing during that period, or did you like get some of that stuff later? In you know, as oh, you were you mean, growing up. Oh, you mean specifically Darkwing Duck merchandise? <laughs> oh, I had all the Darkwing Duck uh, Playmates action figures that Christmas. The show okay. was still airing, brand new. I had all of it. The Rat Catcher, the Thunder Quack, the giant 12-inch Darkwing, the gas gun, all the action figures. I got all of that for Christmas that year. I hate you. <laughs> well, don't hate me too much. The figures could be in better shape. No, I mean, I'm one of those people, like, if you make me jealous, I'll tell you flat out, I'm going to hate on you for 15 seconds. And then after the 15 seconds, I'll congratulate you. Like, you know, I can't believe you got that, you little spoiled brat, you know. And again, I got them when they were $3 at Toys R Us. I wasn't That's paying true. whatever they cost now, which I'm sure is a lot. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll get into that, too, about eBay prices and where you can find this stuff. We'll get into those. We'll have, like, side episodes for that stuff, you know? Oh, yeah. We're going to have plenty of bonus episodes. We're not just doing 91 episodes and calling it quits. We're going to always have something different to talk about, for sure. All right. Well, enough about us, Mike, man. Let's let's get into the origin of Darkwing, man. Let's give some people some knowledge. And, and I'm sure the hardcore fans already know some of this stuff. But, hey, let, let's just talk about it anyway, you know? Sure, absolutely. So where do you want to start? All right. Uh, to me, to my knowledge, it was it started off with the DuckTales episode, uh, Double O Duck. Yeah, that's um, a lot of elements from Darkwing Duck definitely got their start in that episode. I wouldn't say Darkwing is a spinoff of that episode, mm -hmm. but that episode definitely introduced things that were without a doubt carried over to Darkwing. It did have it did have an influence for sure. Oh, yeah. Well. Without reviewing the episode, let's let's talk about a little bit. You know, let's talk about it a little bit. Um, oh, Launchpad sure. is the main character of that episode. Like that is a Launchpad episode. Of which there were a few. Surprisingly, there weren't mm -hmm. many Launchpad episodes on Darkwing, but he certainly got his fair share of episodes on uh, Ducktales. But this might be my favorite one. That oh, he yeah, was this in. too. Uh, and, and what I like about it is Scrooge is in it, but he only has two cameos in it, and they're very short. You know, they're like. We got to throw Scrooge in there. He's our main character. We, let's just show his face. Let him have a drop two or three lines. Get him out of here. You know, yeah, Gyro's in that one, too. But if anything, he's in it. He's in it for even less time. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, Scrooge pops back up at the end, you know, congratulating Launchpad and all this stuff. And he's glad to get Launchpad back. You know, I'm, I'm jumping around here, but it's like, oh, it's fine. Yeah. And then they're like, OK. We, we, we got to close it with Launchpad, but, you know, Scrooge is just hanging around. But it's like, yeah. this we're still focused on Launchpad, you know? Yeah, well, what I love about that episode is it's so different from what DuckTales was doing. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know a lot of people don't like DuckTales because it deviated very far from the Carl Barks comics. I get that. But this doesn't even this goes in its own direction completely. This is does this does not care what the show is doing. This is no, this is a straight out James Bond parody with just some of the kookiest animation they ever provided for that show. Mm -hmm. I mean, when DuckTales went off the rail with the animation, it was fun. Mm -hmm. It was fun. And it was it's a fun episode. And 
you know, it introduced Fowl. I mean, oh, yeah, it sure did. I mean, granted, in this episode, they're called the Foreign Organization for World Larceny. They did change, <laughs> they did change it for Darkwing because Fiendish just sounds so much better. And and what was and the in that episode, he's called Double O Duck. Mm-hmm. And that has some relevance, doesn't it? It has a lot of uh, relevance. I don't know why I pronounced that incorrectly, (laughs) but uh, that's all right. What what I also like about the episode is like Launchpad. They didn't get too far away from his character from the regular episodes. You know, like he's still he's still goofy. He's still clumsy. But it's like you start seeing some. Hey, he may not be able to be a super duper hero, but he could hold it down as a Robin. You know, he could be that sidekick. Yeah. Although, for the most part in Darkwing, you did... Not Darkwing, DuckTales. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. In DuckTales, he had aspirations to actually be an actual hero. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you remember the episode Hero for Hire, that's Launchpad trying to be a hero. And that's not exactly the kind of character he would be on Darkwing Duck. Now, we all remember the famous you know, interview with Tad Stones where he blew everyone's mind by saying... The, you know, Darkwing and DuckTales are not in the same universe, mm-hmm. which, you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, people accuse Tad Stones of not knowing his own characters, which is just the funniest thing in the whole world. Um, For those but, who don't know, Mike, tell them who Tad is. Tad Stones, the legend. He's Darkwing's dad, man. <laughs> That's a good way to say it, man. Definitely good. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's one of my living heroes. He created Darkwing Duck. And that whole universe, which, like he says, is distinct from DuckTales, and I buy it mm-hmm. because the version of Launchpad on Darkwing Duck is not quite the same from the one on DuckTales. Mm-hmm. And there are differences, and we'll, we'll talk about that when we get there, probably in the next episode, what makes the Launchpad on one show different from the Launchpad on the other. Oh, yeah. Um, but now, Tad- let's move it on a little bit, though, uh, Mike. Okay, now we, we're on DuckTales, the episode. Right. But the title that of that episode, Double O Duck, it sticks around, correct? Yes. Okay. And then what happened to the well, okay. The episode becomes the title of the spinoff, right? Right. So they came up with an idea for a new show. Legend has it, and this might blow your mind, that Disney wanted to do a TV sh- a new version of Rocky and Bullwinkle. Now, I have heard this, and I'm not sure how much I believe it, but I've heard it from reliable sources, so I guess it's true. (laughs) They were going to make a new version of Rocky and Bullwinkle before they realized, hey, we don't own the rights to Rocky and Bullwinkle, which doesn't seem like something Disney would do. But either way, that that happened, and they had to come up with a new show, Double O Duck. So Tad Stones, who was working with Disney for quite a few years at that point, he was in charge of the show, and he put together, you know, a pitch reel about this new show, Double O Duck, bringing in Launchpad and um, Darkwing's adoptive niece named Goslin. And yeah. it's very fascinating that this this is how Darkwing started. He didn't look like Darkwing Duck. I mean, picture picture Donald Duck in a white tuxedo. Red mask, very much like a James Bond kind of character, just with the big fedora. But I love was, the look of Double O Duck, by the it's, way. I really it's do. It's, it's really cool, man. <laughs> yeah, it's very much unlike what Darkwing turned into, but it had mm-hmm. some design elements did carry over. But it's, 
I don't think I would take that over what we have now. Absolutely. Oh, no, I I would not take it over. I I love the finished product that we got. But I I do love looking at those double O ducks photos and images that are all over the Internet and some that sneak out from some of the artists behind the scenes, you know, that leak them out, you know? Yeah, um, I know one artist, one Disney artist, his name is Mike Peraza, who did lots of, um, you know, pre-production work on Darkwing. He was very instrumental in just shaping the look of that show. He worked, he's a Disney legend, man. He worked on uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol. He worked on The Little Mermaid, um, the original DuckTales. He did some work on the new DuckTales. Um, and... He's he's quite a fantastic artist, and he has shown a lot of um, pre-production art from Darkwing, showing him in, du- in the double O duck costume, mm-hmm. and some merchandise was even made. Oh yeah, they're they're um, on eBay. I saw some of the merchandises on eBay and stuff. Now you know people have been holding on to them, or they grab so many of them at the time. But yeah, Mike Mike Peraza, man, he's got some awesome work. If you, if you guys can follow him on social media, he's got he's amazing. Not just Darkwing material, like uh, Mike said, he's everywhere. Yeah, I mean, he's one of the first names that pop up and during the end credits of Little Mermaid. Like <laughs> he he was he was he was important to the company. Um, but then you know the other shoe dropped and they couldn't use the name Darkwing Duck. Oh, uh, uh, you mean Double O Duck? I'm thank you very much. That's what the edit button's for. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, they couldn't use the name Double O Duck. They had to change it mm-hmm. because it wasn't something they had the rights to. Yeah. Um, so they, cha- they had to change it. <laughs> now, do you know who came up with the name Darkwing Duck? Now that I don't know. My assumption always has been Tad. Was not Tad. They actually had a contest where they came up, whoever came up with the name won a certain amount of, I don't remember how much money it was, but they would win some cash for coming up with the name, and they had a whole list of names. I, I've seen the list. Mm-hmm. Crazy list of names. And double and Darkwing was coined by Alan Burnett, who worked on Batman the Animated Series. Oh, wow. And they stuck duck on it because, yeah, Darkwing, oh, that's a tough name. That strikes terror in everybody's hearts. But <laughs> Darkwing, duck. Well, that's what makes it funny, doesn't it? Yeah, kind of like the Dark Knight, huh? Darkwing <laughs> Duck. And that's it. Name was born. The character design was changed. Wait, wait, and... wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm so sorry to cut you oh, off like that. I just caught on to something here. Hold on. I'm not a huge DC fanboy now, okay? Uh, I didn't grow up with the comics of DC, but I, I watch movies here and there, a few episodes. Are that's you saying they, they combine... The Dark Knight with Nightwing? Is that what happened here? I don't think so. No? I guess, okay. I guess we'd have to take Tad's word from it if he's listening. Hi, Tad. If he's listening, <laughs> you know, feel free to give us more information. Correct us if we happen to be wrong. Um, but I don't think so. Okay. So that, that was just something I kind of put together myself then. Okay. All right. I mean, it kind of like Darkwing, when you said that, I was like, wait a minute. I'm thinking the Dark Knight. I'm thinking Nightwing. And I'm like, hey, let's throw in the duck. Okay, we're we're getting way off here. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. right. Okay, but okay, so they drop the double O duck, and then they get the Darkwing. And then, do do you prefer the Darkwing over the double O duck name? Oh, absolutely. How could I not? Darkwing (laughs) Duck. I'm just. It's Darkwing Duck, man. It's almost been 30 years. Okay. Now, who was your favorite? favorite good guy 
you can't say Darkwing, okay? That that's a given. Oh, I've told you this, Will. Darkwing was the show. You can't mm-hmm. you can't have a show without Darkwing Duck. It's his show, and he wasn't gonna let anyone forget it. But that's but, too easy. That's like okay. saying, you know, if we if you're planning a trip to Disney World and you ask somebody, hey, what's your favorite theme park right, at Disney? So, World? They're all gonna say Magic Kingdom. Come on, okay, give me something else. That's so if easy. it can't if it can't be Darkwing, mm-hmm. let's just preface it this way. What makes Darkwing a great show, and this is what Tad Stones has said, is the premise. What if Batman had a young daughter who refused to stay home? Mm-hmm. And who's that daughter? Oh, Gosselin, of course. And she is just as important to the show as she is to Darkwing. And Rest in peace, Christine Kavanaugh. Rest in peace, Christine Kavanaugh. Gone way too soon. She was mm-hmm. Chucky. She was Dexter. She was amazing. Mm-hmm. And now, especially now that I'm a father, I very much love Goslin. I love how realistic she is, how they weren't afraid to make her a liar, a, <laughs> a kid who hated school and wasn't afraid to say it, someone mm-hmm. who loved gore, and again, talked about head ripping and getting getting their heads cut off and zombies. And I love how real she was. She had no problem manipulating her best friend and her father. Mm-hmm. She's real. And no other Disney kid character from that era. Like, she makes Webby and Molly Cunningham look like nothing. <laughs> she's just a fantastic character and just kudos to the writers to tad mm-hmm. to to christine kavanaugh again rest in peace for making that character as amazing as she was and okay. we'll get we'll get into how great goslin is when we get to those episodes for sure but okay. yeah i guess if i can't say darkwing it's gotta be goslin okay I, I think for me i'm gonna have to go with launchpad I was already obsessed with him from DuckTales and then to bring him on to Darkwing. And then he, he's just hilarious. He still can't land the plane. Uh, but he's so important because without him, you, they can't get to a lot of their missions and stuff, you know, and their missions outside of St. Canard. So mm-hmm. he, I just, I've always just loved Launchpad. Yeah, and I also said- love uh, Terry McGovern's explanation of, of how they approached him. Uh, I, I learned this at SAC Anime. He had a panel with uh, Katie Lee and uh, Jim Cummings, and he explained how uh, Disney approached him about how they were going to move his character um, over to Darkwing. Oh, yeah. I never heard this. Yeah, man. I, I got it locked up in the vault. I recorded that, man. I got it locked up, but I, I might plug it in here. I think you should. <laughs> and Terry, was that audition for DuckTales or was that specific? It was for DuckTales. And then it rolled into DuckTales. And, and by the time Darkwing came along, I got a call and said, we're doing a new series. And I said, oh, okay, great. And uh, so we're done with DuckTales. Yeah, we're done with DuckTales. But people like your character so much that we want to pull you over into this new one. And I... Greatly uh, <laughs> so. I couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. <laughs> And yeah, I, I love Launchpad 2 on Darkwing. He's mm-hmm. essential, too. He's the heart of that team. And he's he's Darkwing's conscience. He, he comes up with a lot of the reality checks that Darkwing needs. Even mm-hmm. though Launchpad himself has his head in the clouds half the time. When Darkwing crosses a line, Launchpad is quick to tell him he did. <laughs> so he's important, too. Just the, the, the trio. You know, Honker's important, too. But that trio, that family unit mm-hmm. of Darkwing, Launchpad, and Goslin. It's such a 
it's just it's perfect. I don't think they really ever topped that kind of family unit on a Disney show. I'm conflicted on Morgana. I think she's a great character, but I think I've always said you use her too much, you do change the dynamic. And I felt like they had that problem with the Darkwing comics, and I think that might be one of the reasons they ended up writing her out of it. Mm-hmm. And I feel bad they never brought her back. I mean, maybe those comics will come back. We'll find out what happened to her. But I like her, too. She's a great character. Kat Sosi is amazing in that role. And, you know, I like her, too. We'll get to her. Do you prefer her as a villain or as a good guy? I like her a little bit more as a villain, Mm -hmm. or at least kind of when she flip-flops a bit, because I feel like her later episodes with Darkwing kind of have the same dynamic in which... He is a keeps putting his foot in his mouth, and he's a bit of a jerk. Mm-hmm. And I feel like eh, there are times I felt like she could do better than him. But when she's a villain, I tend to like her a little more. But when we get to her episodes, I'll go into detail with that too. Oh yeah, most definitely, man. Uh, but overall, man, like, are there any episodes you didn't like? There are a handful I didn't like. I don't even know if I should bother mentioning any right off the top, right right now off the top of my head. I don't like Quacker of Ages very much. Um, there is one episode I just I don't like at all, but I'll wait till we get there. Okay. I, I don't like the um, the All's Fahrenheit and Love and War episode. I don't like Ice Ice's Vanderchill very much. I don't like that character. Um, but for the most part, I ha- there's something I like in every episode. And there's, okay. and there's things I love in most episodes. Okay. What was the first item that you did receive, like, as far as merchandising? What was the first item you received? Uh, for me, I remember um, I got a fanny pack. That was the first thing I ever got. Of oh, I had one of those, too. Yeah, from the Kellogg's uh, cereal. Yeah, well, good segue. <laughs> My first merchandise came out of a Kellogg's box. It was the little figurines. Oh, yeah, I got those little figurines, but I did not get them during my youth, man. Yeah, we, I sent away for them so I could just get the whole set. I have <laughs> I have them up in my fridge right now with the rest of my Darkwing stuff. I still have the fanny pack. The only problem is it doesn't fit because this is like a U-size no, fanny pack. Yeah, made yeah. for kids. Yeah. I, don't, I don't have mine anymore, but, you know, I'm sure a quick eBay search would find one pretty quick. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, I think we've really talked enough about you know, Darkwing for this episode, because mm-hmm. I, I know I'll have much more to say about the development of the show when we talk about the pilot next time. Okay. Now, let our uh, listeners know, what order do we plan on reviewing these episodes? Oh, we're doing these in the order in which they aired. Now, Darkwing Duck has a very interesting air history. It aired on the Disney afternoon and on Saturday mornings. It was initially conceived as a weekday afternoon show, but then ABC, the, um, you know, ABC television, showed some interest in also airing it on Saturday mornings too. Mm-hmm. So Tad Stones gave them you know, permission to go through episodes in development on the contingency that they don't give him episode notes. They could not change any episode that was in production. They had to pick whatever they wanted, but they couldn't change them. Mm -hmm. So they picked 13 episodes, and 
65 weekday episodes aired that year and 13 episodes aired on Saturday morning. Now, Disney likes to designate the 65 Disney afternoon shows and the 13 ABC shows as two different seasons, when in fact they aired at the exact same time. So we're doing these in air date order with the ABC episodes mixed in when they aired. Okay. So, you know, we'll do, like, we're going to start with the first ABC episode, That Sinking Feeling, because that aired first. Then we do the two-part Darkly Dorns the Duck. And then we'll do, you know, however many weekday episodes aired, and then we'll be sticking the Saturday morning ones in there, too. So you won't have to wait until we're done with 65 episodes to get things like Negaduck and Brush with Oblivion. All those episodes that are not on DVD, which mm-hmm. is a shame because those are some of the best episodes, honestly. Yeah, they're, they're great episodes. It's a shame you, they, they cannot be watched in really high quality on DVD because of mm-hmm. the way Disney segregates the episodes. Yeah, and when we start reviewing these episodes, I will let the listeners know what was my pilot episode because I was oh, in another right. country. But when we get to that episode, I'll be like, guys, this is it. This is my pilot episode. <laughs> mm, and it won't take long to get there because I know which one it is. Oh, yeah. And it was it's a great episode to me. Uh, to me, it, that episode really holds to me because it was the first time I got to see Drake and Darkwing, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so it means a lot to me when we get to that episode. Yeah, as the first one I ever saw, it means a lot to me, too. Okay. You, you never forget your first one. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Now, Mike, uh, for our listeners, man, tell us where they can find us, man, or where they can reach us. Okay, well, we have a Facebook page for our podcast, um, which, if you've forgotten, is the St. Canard Files, a Darkwing Duck podcast. So just search that on Facebook. You'll find us. Um, so that's how you'll be able to keep up with the show. When new episodes drop, we'll be posting – Whatever we feel like posting, if it's a YouTube link to something interesting, a piece of art that we find interesting, anything, some merchandise that we've picked up, we'll mm-hmm. post it there. And if you follow the Facebook page, you'll know when new episodes have dropped. And so that's a good way to keep up with the podcast. How can they find you? Uh, they can find me on Facebook. Um, I'm Will Santana. But uh, also for the podcast, though, we will be on Pinecast will be our hosting site, but we'll also be on Spotify. Google Play, uh, iTunes. Uh, we may end up on Stitcher. We're not confirmed on Stitcher yet, but we will be on those other platforms. Uh, so you'll be able to, we'll link those in the Facebook page. Though the, the Facebook page is where we'll pretty much link everything because you know that's our base of operations. Pretty yeah, much. but we'll also be on Instagram. Uh, if you have any suggestions, any ideas, or you want to contact us, you can also contact us at SaintCanardFiles at gmail.com. and it's Saint spelled S T. Not S A I N T. <laughs> yes, and if you like, like Will said, any comments, any anything you want to let us know, anything we could do better, anything you want to see us cover, mm-hmm. we'd be we'd be we welcome all the feedback. Or yeah. if you have a favorite favorite episode that you just like, man, I really would love to join them and talk to them. Email us at Saint at Gmail, and you know we we can't make promises right now because who knows, like everybody's favorite episodes, they get done. We can't get thirty people in there, you know. Mm-hmm. So, absolutely yeah, yeah but me and him already discussed this we are open to having some guest hosts with us certain times and maybe you get lucky and get uh the guest host spot with one of our guest interviewers you might get lucky yeah you never know okay. and if you want if you want to find me i'm on facebook just i 
I have a very common name, Mike Russo, so you might find a few of them. But I'll, I'll be the one with some sort of Darkwing or Godzilla picture on my Facebook page. I shouldn't be too hard to find. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if you want to friend me, you want to contact me, go right ahead. Um, and, well, I guess yep. that's it for our first episode. Yeah, that's it, man. And uh, guys, also, you know, follow us on the Facebook page because we're going to, like, try our best to keep up with uh, Terry McGovern, Jim Cummings, Katie Lee, Tad, Mike Peraza, uh, Michael Bell, and, and let you know where you guys can see them because they are out there right now at the, at, in the convention circuit. They are everywhere. You know, and I'm so, sure they would appreciate hearing from the fans. Oh, yeah. They would, They love hearing from the fans, to my knowledge, because uh, – uh, you guys can also follow me on YouTube, Will Santana Films. I, I have video footage of Terry and uh, Katie at SAC Anime, and it's great stuff, man. They're great people, man. I love them to death. Uh, it was an honor to meet them and work with them. And uh, I got other stuff coming out with them, and I, I can't wait for it. Um, awesome. But yeah, me neither. Yeah. should be good. Yeah, so uh, y'all, you guys stay tuned. Mike, tell them what's the next episode going to be about. So the next episode, we'll be talking about that pilot. That is That Sinking Feeling. We'll discuss a bit about the um production behind that first episode and um yeah we'll talk about how important that episode is how i first saw it and uh yeah all right i'm your host will santana and i'm here with mike russo and remember guys stay dangerous have a good night <laughs>